watching those YouTube videos, the vines and all those kind of shit that's probably inappropriate for even us to watch. So I actually got a question here. Is TikTok a new thing or has that been around for a minute? Uh, it's been around for a few months now, at least. thought it was older than that. Okay. It's it's not the girls are making like dumb faces or something. Yeah, well, TikTok is the new Vine. I was gonna say Vine again. It's like the exact same thing. (laughs) Vines were like producing ADHD in mass whenever they were around. I feel like dude, I loved Vine. TikTok is like the human garbage version of Vine. Was it done by white people instead of black people this time? Is that what happened? I didn't know Vine was done by black people. That shit was primarily made by the black community. Well, that's why I got shut down then. She on something. What's up, everybody? This is Trouble Speak, Season 3, Episode 2. We're getting right to it. Nothing fancy. It's Thursday, April 4th. I'm Nate. Over here, we've got Rob. Oh, hi. Yeah, I guess I'll use my <laughs> voice, too, for the audio people. It'll be on video eventually. Uh, we've also got a gavel. Hello. What's up? Well, we got topics. Let's get right into them. First up, just because Rob had to bring it up, Cowboy Bebop, live action, on Netflix. I am not amused. I don't think Gavin has any idea. They did what? I said, you're just mad because they made Jet a black character. That's what it is, yeah. No, black is in his goddamn name. (laughs) He's literally named Jet Black. You can't get blacker than that. He's pretty gray on the show, though, honestly. He's a weird color palette. He's a little little weird. Um, He was from fucking Jupiter, so I mean, (laughs) if he wasn't a weird color palette, palette, then I'd be confused. (laughs) Can't even call it a race thing. He's from another planet. Um... No, what I'm really worried about is John Cho, who is, uh, what, Harold and Kumar movies, what people know him from. Uh, he was in Star Trek. Kumar, Star Trek, Asian Sensation, come on. He's not a bad actor. I don't have tr- I don't have problem with him at all. Uh, I don't see him playing Spike. I just don't see it. The way, uh, the way he acts on Star Trek and he's kind of, uh, like, he just doesn't have the demeanor. To play Spike, I don't think. I don't even think he can, like, get into that mindset. That really kind of cool guy, aloof, kind of... I think he's going to try to do that, and it's just going to come off, like, abrasively awkward. I mean, I don't know. I, I trust in his acting chops, and they're doing it in a series. I can't... Was it, did we find out if it's a series or a movie? It says series. Like, I, was, I expect them to do a movie and fuck it all up like they did Dark Tower, but if they do it a series, it's a good step. Yeah, Netflix is better at series than movies, definitely. One question, then. I mean, series, I could, I'll watch it. I'll give it a chance just to see what all is different. I, I like. For, I don't want it to be just like the fucking series. I want it to, I want it to be exactly the same as the series. Shot for shot. It's not going to be good as, as good as the book. The anime's not as good as the manga. Full hipster on this. There's a fucking tear to that shit. No, what really bothers me about it, though, is... After this comes out, it's on Netflix. It's going to do relatively well. So from now on, I get to hear people say, hey, have you seen Cowboy Bebop? And I get to fucking mean mug and be like, you haven't even fucking seen Cowboy Bebop. I don't want to hear it. It's what it, it's when this new ad- adaptation becomes what Cowboy Bebop is. You sound pretty hipster right now. I, 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 coming I, I, coming I'm from the hipster himself. Right. 
That's just that's just how I feel. I think <laughs> Faye being cast, I think by Latina. I'm pretty sure it's Latina. Makes me happy. I mean, she's not wrong cute. She has a similar face shape as Faye. She does kind of look like her. Yeah. Good stuff uh, there. They don't even really care as much if they look identical to the characters. I just want them to pull them off, like pull off to their, be able to act their in essence. general. Yes, just be good yeah. actors. That's all you have to do. I don't care if you look like them. Um, Talking about real life anime translations, the Death Note movie, pure garbage. Of course, <laughs> it, it was well, yeah. for me just because I like I like to just enjoy it as its own. It was like Death Note USA. It wasn't Death. It wasn't. It was Death Note USA. Fair enough. But the guy who played L, black dude, I thought he did good. I thought he did pretty good for his representation of L. It wasn't exactly the same as the anime, but he did good. So that's one of those cases where race really didn't matter as long as you're able to pull off the pull off the role. Now the guy who played Light was shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what it's really going to come down to for this is how good are the actors? Because it's a very character driven show. Very much if so. The actors can shine through and they seem cohesive and everybody looks like you know they belong together. And I'm, I'm really curious to know how uh, Cho and the woman. When they interact with each other because they don't get that chemistry right. That's what it's all about is the chemistry. That's such a chemistry-driven show, the way those characters interact with each other. It's And they haven't even cast Ed yet. So. That's going to be the make-or-break thing. Like, if if Ed doesn't act like Ed, the show is it's over. It's just over immediately. I will turn Gabba, it off. Have you seen the show, Gabba? No, I've not. You haven't watched it? Oh. Well, Ed's a little kid, really smart, and hard to tell what gender he um, is Futaba from Persona 5. Yeah, okay. kind of like that, where she's kind of just... You know, Super genius, genius hacker, kind of eccentric. There's so many characters that have been spun off from Edward that just, yeah, that's the character I'll, it came I'll, from. I'll tell Nate off of the show, though, before we started, that I think this would be a perfect opportunity. If they're trying to sneak in some transgender people into <laughs> certain roles, it'd be perfect for a character yeah. like Ed, because it's so androgynous, they could just push right in there. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, but yeah, we're not gonna dwell on this. That's just we just randomly wait, sparked that. Wait, up I have show. to address Vicious because some guy oh, mentioned God. him on Twitter. All right, the guy who the cast is Vicious is some British dude. I'm not really sure what he's been in. Uh, I think he one of the episode or one of the movies he's been in is I'm a bisexual or something like that. I I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, what kind of acting chops he has, but he doesn't look anything like Vicious. <laughs> That'd be the one role where if you don't they put get a wig on. Perfect, I mean, it's not gonna be that far off. Oh, I'm curious to see. Maybe maybe he'll shine. Maybe he'll be the best character. It's the same the thing. Show. Hey, a villain can define a show or a movie. That's true. Like the new Spider-Man yeah. was only a great movie because of the villain. I agree with you there. I can't argue. <laughs> but we're not gonna dwell on this though. Let's just get into get into the news part of this. Um, we're not gonna dwell on this either because it's been fucking covered to death. Uh, no collusion. Miller reports out. No collusion. Everybody knows this by now. This is how long it's been since we did a podcast. Everybody knows this. Um, we were saying it for months. I was saying it for months. Uh, oh, I wasn't saying oh. it for months. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I'm sure Trump has done plenty of shit, but all the Russian shit was ridiculous out of the gates from the first time they said it. I was like, this is fucking absurd. Why are you attacking him on this? Yeah. But, I mean, they didn't just get him. They got a lot of other people along the way, so they did get some crooks out of out, out of the White House, they did drain the swamp in a way uh, that probably wasn't according to Trump's plan. 40 chess? It was Trump's plan all along? He, he recruited them all in so that they could get snagged along the way? He's like, hey, technically the swamp's drained. The swamp is draining. <laughs> Campaign promises. I may have brought the swamp with me, but... <laughs> but no, I mean, he's not exonerated yet. You'll see that being beat in the head. You know, he's not exonerated. They're still looking into it. 
the Democrats are unhappy of how Comey handled it because, uh, you know, we put a lot of restrictions on what can be released. And that's the biggest issue right there. They didn't release the full report. And it's the same shit with Kavanaugh. They did a whole investigation and they're like, we're just going to hold it back from the public so you guys can keep arguing about it forever and ever. And it never goes away. This is just part two of the fucking act. Yep. Never going to stop. Going all the way to the 2020 election. Speaking of which, Trump's looking fairly bulletproof now going into that. Just from the fallout from this alone, like, I don't know how any of the left-leaning media platforms have a fucking leg to stand on after this. After all the fucking compilations on YouTube of them saying there's Russia collusion, it's obvious, it's a case closed, he's getting impeached. They all look pretty fucking stupid right now. I think, honestly, I don't think, think much has changed after it's all said and done. The people who hated Trump are still going to hate Trump. No, yeah. The people who like Trump are still going to be the ones who like Trump, so it's a matter of just losing numbers. Yeah, and I don't think they're going to one side or the other. I think people who are getting exhausted by this election cycle are just not going to vote. Yeah, they're the centrists. Uh, the people that just. I know people were, and even I was thinking that maybe next election we're going to have a big blow up in numbers and people showing up. But I mean, even if we have like Kamala, Tulsi Gabbard, or something, you know, strong, powerful, independent brown woman in there that everyone wants to see lead against Trump, or the Democrats want to see lead Trump, I think it's still not going to garner as much attention as the first time around. Uh, the last election cycle really put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, and they saw that you know Hillary won the popular vote, but still didn't matter. So that's going to make a lot of people think maybe my vote doesn't matter. I, I see a lower turnout this next time around. I uh, I don't really don't really doubt that. Can't really counter that. Um, do we want to talk about that? Do we want to talk about all this electoral college talk that's being brought up that gets brought up every fucking time there's an election? Because there's I mean, been I think there's been two elections. About how, you know, there's always one or two options. Right. Yeah, there's been two elections, I think, that a candidate won the popular vote and then didn't win the election. And it's the biggest fucking deal ever now. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, we kind of had this talk in the chat, and what it came down to was it's always one or the other. Either we disband the Electoral College and we just go by the popular vote, or we keep it exactly like it is, don't touch it. Is Yeah, you got it. <laughs> no middle ground. No middle ground divide. That's how they want it all, man. We've been saying that since day one. I feel like I'm just repeating the same <laughs> shit we've been talking about. Very much a thing. Um, I don't I have, have a solution house, for it. By the way. I just I don't understand why there isn't any kind of compromise. I think I heard Cameron who I heard talking about this. Uh, I want to say it was a guest on Joe Rogan or something. They were talking about uh, uh, doing a percentage of the Electoral College votes. Like Instead of California, like somebody wins the popular vote in the state, they get all those Electoral College votes divvying that up. Like, if you won this percentage of the state, you get this percentage of the Electoral College votes. Mm. So, like, Illinois, even though it always goes blue, a small percentage of the Electoral College votes would still go red, because all of the South End Illinois votes the other mm -hmm. way. Man, can we talk about local state Illinois, what's happening right now in our fucking state? It's worse things in the union right now. Oh my our, our taxes are just getting worse. Our medical shit is awful. Fucking poverty's terrible. Our people in charge aren't doing shit. There we oh, go. well, we're going to have uh, a mileage tax, and we're also going to have a bag tax. Have you guys heard about that? I have heard bag. it in passing. I don't know any kind of each details. Each plastic, you're going to have to pay for each plastic bag every time you go grocery shopping or something. It's like five cents or something, but you have to pay for each bag. I mean, I do that at Aldi's anyway, but I just get paper bags. So but, like, I main stores like Kroger and Walmart, like, those bags, you have to pay for them now. 
Well, I don't know if it's in effect yet, but yeah. Oh, I think that's stupid. Like the second pack. I'm not. I'm not against that. Yeah, I'm not against reducing plastic waste, obviously, but I think it's dumb that you have to pay to carry your stuff to your car, basically. Like, I don't know. I it guess seems weird people could just it. bring their own bags exactly. with them. Exactly. That's, that's the thing to do. But you think, like, this seems like the way to reduce plastic is reward people for not using it instead of punishing them for using it. Yeah. Like, imposing a tax on which is just pissing people off. Maybe say, hey, you get 5% off your groceries. Or not 5%, that they wouldn't do that. You get a percentage <laughs> off your groceries if you bring your own bag. A percentage? Man, you're thinking way too high. You need things like... percent. <laughs> yeah. Even that's maybe point zero five. You gotta... <laughs> you gotta, gotta get, get something. There won't be any incentive. It's like, oh, I'd rather just pay that and use their damn bags. No, yeah. my free money. Who are you, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> Chainbanger? Uh, um, yeah. yeah, the mileage tax is something that really pisses me off personally because I commute 30 minutes every day to school and my workplace is 20 minutes away. So if I had to pay an extra tax along with how high gas prices are right yeah. now, then that's just going to be more money that I don't have. And you aren't even getting to the crux of the point. What the fuck are they doing with our money anyway? They already have a lot of roads, but they're not. We've been giving them more and more taxes, and it's getting worse and worse. They just keep using that money to pay each other with bonuses, to get each other more money, and they're not fixing anything. So not only are they asking us to do something that doesn't make sense, but they're asking us to do something that doesn't matter. It doesn't help us at all. It doesn't help us in any way, shape, or form, and we'll just take it because... We have jobs and we have lives and we're busy and there's nothing we can do because we're all just blah, blah, blah. Yep. We're slaves to the system and we need to rise up. We all thought they were going to legalize weed. It's not happening. Yeah. We lost a long time ago. <laughs> this is the Black Pill episode right here. I've been following this shit locally. I've been following it nationally, worldly. Just seeing where everything's going, it's just... I'm just along for the ride now. We're just the going down to the bottom. Right now. My local life, my normal life is great. Everything else is falling apart, so I'm just going to focus on what's good. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Focus in. Um, moving on. Uh, Jesse, is it Smollett? How do you say that? Smollett? 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 Same as the collusion story. The internet has beaten this horse to death. I just wanted to mention it because it's a thing that happened that got a lot of coverage. Um, it's just it's the same thing as the college scandal. It's like, well, wait, you mean rich people can pay money and get out of shit? When, when did this start happening? Is this a crossover yes. episode? I don't understand how everybody freaked out about this so bad. I mean, I get like the circumstances of it. It's like he's so obviously, you know, orchestrated all this and just got off the hook with no punishment whatsoever. But how often do we see that happen? <laughs> I think the courts measured the situation and said, if we let this guy go, there's going to be some controversy. If we actually press charges on him, there's going to be some shit going down because enough people on one side are going to say that actually happened, and now this man is getting thrown in jail for being attacked. That, that, that's the story they would they would have ran with the other direction. They're like, eh, we're not ready to push it that far yet. Let's just let him off. Let him off. Either so, that or conspiracy mode. Okay. He knows some people. 
and they were tied to the event. Maybe the potential 2020 candidate. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe they were tied to it and helped orchestrate it or financed it, and they found some stuff whenever they're looking into it, and then someone just said, mm-mm, done. That operation, somebody was behind that operation, it got, it got fucking uh, compromised, and they just got a turncoat, and they're like, what are you going to do about it? You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to rise up out of your shit? No, you're going to cry about it on the internet, bitches. We can do whatever the fuck we want. You can do fucking nothing. <laughs> you can do nothing. Um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much pretty much the deal. And uh, Conor McGregor retired, by the way. <laughs> he needed to. I just saw, watching a random YouTube video, he was doing, like, a commercial for, like, Irish whiskey or some shit. It was yeah, terrible. He's got his own brand. He's got like one of like a, one of the top brand whiskeys in the world right now, just based off of his name and he his back. He's got more money than he'll ever need. He doesn't need to fight people. It's ridiculous. He's a genius, man. Honestly, he pulled it off. He just had to get his monkey ass beat a couple times. He delivered when it came down to it, and then when, after he'd already won the world over, then he lost. Yep. He should quit beforehand. That was he shouldn't have come back. Um. Now WrestleMania season around the corner. They're trying to make yeah, Becky Lynch the next no. Conor McGregor. They are. She even said, "I'm going to be the double champ." I'm trying to that idea. Conor's exiting a new new Irish sensation's coming up, and she's fucking cute. Too, so. This is this is the man we're talking about. He's the man. The man. I'm on board. Women did not main event WrestleMania. <laughs> so one of them decided to call themselves or identify themselves as the man. Just put that in your pipe and. Yeah. Off to it. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna borrow that. <laughs> Get a shirt. Start calling man. myself the man. The man, right here. Oh. I um, mean, I see what she was she doing. She's, it's like, it's a. It came about because she was versing Charlotte Flair, which is Ric Flair's daughter, and he always said, to "Be the man. You got to beat the man." And she just decided, "Well, I just beat you, so I guess I'm the man." And then she just kept calling herself that. That's nice. Never works. She's freaking gorgeous. She can call herself whatever she wants. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else on that. Oh, I actually did have one thing. Uh, they did seal the case after all that controversy broke out. They sealed the case. They're like, yeah, nobody gets to look I'll at what the it. judge decided. Or yeah, and uh, I guess there were rumors like the judge might unseal. The, they're not going to unseal the case. It's not the Chicago PD or whoever was investigating it. I yeah. thought they were just being shitty at first, but I guess they were really pissed off about it too. No, and they, they have had to a, be. They got really mad, like, what the fuck happened? They put all the man hours in to find out. It's like, yeah, no, we figured out what happened, and you just threw it out the fucking window. What what the fuck are we even doing here? So, yeah, like you were saying before, with the whole, uh, like, fallout angle. Like, well, if we do this, this will happen. If we do that, that'll happen. Is that what our legal systems become? It's like, yeah, this is what the law says, but... Do what? It's like, who can we piss off the least now? Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Who's got yeah. the money who's paying for the advertisements? Who who's the big pusher and mover? Let, let's go on their side. It's like it's like it's a household, like you're punishing kids. It's like, well, you know, if we if we come down too harsh, like these are the rules, but we can't come down too harsh because then this is what the fallout might be. It's like, why the fuck are the rules then? Yeah. I really think that it was a botched the a botched move, a false flag, if you may. Yes, I'll say that because I'm gonna fuck. Uh, I, I think it was a false flag, flag, false flag where they were trying to get away with trying to inspire hate crime to get some more racial division to keep promoting the race war, which they just keep fucking poking over and over and over and over and over again. And they got caught because it was sloppy. And the dude needs to stick to the show instead of trying to act. That's the thing. I don't think it was a false flag on, like, a major level. I think it was a very localized false flag. Like, hey, we'll set this up. We'll get this going. And, oh, wait, it takes a little bit more planning than we thought it did. Because we're fucking dumb. Uh, anyway, uh, more 
celebrity Twitter type new. Well, I guess it's bigger than that. Uh, Cardi B. Who wants a uh, who wants a piece of this one? <laughs> Cardi B admits to drugging niggas up and robbing them in her strip club days. I guess so. Uh, why not? Uh, With her, she's taking advantage of the patriarchy. That's been taking advantage of women forever. Those men, frankly, deserved it. Rob's going. I uh, saw a, a personal story of this guy who he said this happened to him. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but this guy said that. Uh, he went to a strip club with his friends for, like, the first time in a while, and um, he saw her there, and they went home to his house. He realized that he couldn't move, and then when he woke up, his phone was gone, like, $500 from his wallet, um, and he never told anyone about it because he didn't want his fiance to know. <laughs> wow. So, so she's yeah. getting, it sounds like she was getting shitty guys. Well, I mean, is she like the Dexter? Doing this, <laughs> Cardi B's a Dexter. You just turned the whole fucking thing on his head, dude. It's not like it's not just Cardi B who does this. Like, <laughs> women have been doing this for years now, just stealing things from men after they fall asleep. Not necessarily drugging them, but waiting for the opportune moment. Yeah. I mean, so she's a just... thief, and he was a shitty guy, and. But look at how we're looking at this situation just because the genders have been reversed. Yeah, exactly. If it was the other way around, we wouldn't be looking at it from this angle. Here comes Cosby. We're different. We're different species. We're different people all together. Combining together to make babies somehow. Well, like, if, if this were the complete opposite thing, like if a man had drugged a woman and stolen all her shit... the rest of the story. Exactly. Just saying a guy... Something a woman, people I think them get, her getting a free pass actually hurts, you know, the whole equality movement in general. I agree. Because the part of equality is not just getting the same rights, the punishments as well. You can't you can't just have one or the other. I think that's one thing people forget. If you want to be equal, you got to be. You're subject to the same rules. Okay, I got another angle on this though. Um, it's kind of like one? I want more of the Dexter angle. I like <laughs> so many angles. Um, I imagine her putting me on a table with some plastic oh all over Christ. the place. <laughs> well, I was uh, just I was having fantasies now. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm always having fantasies. Uh, I don't know why I can't think of his damn name. Liam Neeson. His whole <laughs> ordeal. I mean, I'm going to link them all together. Um, his whole deal? He got just royally shit on. And somewhat rightfully so, but not entirely. For saying some really racist shit now? from back in the day. This is like, oh, you know, oh, really... Wait, what? You cut out. I didn't hear. Which they Oh, I just said, are you a Neeson lover? <laughs> Straight took you going. Um, lost my train of thought. No, but uh, the way, like, he had the guts, I guess you could say, to at least admit something that he didn't done wrong in the past, a train of thought that he had that was wrong in the past, and people wanted to just straight up lynch him for it. So... It's kind of the same thing as Cardi B. Like, she didn't have to bring this up. There's no reason for her to say this. She could have just, you know, rolled with it. And it's kind of perpetuating a mindset of, okay, if you did something wrong, 
never own up to it, always double yeah. down on I'm always I was right, I never did anything wrong, and then you're better off in social in the social media sphere. It's like should we be yeah. projecting people that kind of mindset? Lied to. People want fake. People want to be lied to. They want uh, just anything that's not real. They want artificial. It's the number one thing that everybody craves now. And then we wonder why we're so empty and dying inside because we're not getting what we actually need. Yeah. We're well, especially more. with these celebrities, like we don't want our celebrities to be like this. We don't want to know the bad stuff that they've done because they're idols. People see them as role models, and we don't want, you know, our children or anyone else looking up to that. They shouldn't be anyway. <laughs> no, no, they shouldn't be, but people do. Absolutely. I don't know why people can't just separate the two. I feel like you can appreciate the art that, some, that somebody can create and still hate the person. I, I do that yeah. a lot. It's the way they're portrayed. It's the way they're advertised. They're advertised like, like Gavin said, idols. They're like gods and goddesses. They're not. They're not down here on this mortal plane with us. They're they're in a they're in an exalted place. Mm-hmm. That's, That's the way they're portrayed to kids, especially. I'll make up arguments for them and against them and all that kind of stuff for debate's sake, but I don't feel for any of them. They knew what they're getting into. I mean, they have so much fucking money that. I don't care. It's not like any of this matters. They to can them. do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> like, what's the worst example? They're gonna press charges against her, and then she's just gonna get out of it, like all the rest of them do. Which, yeah. Who cares? Just like I said, they're not. Money. They don't abide by the same laws as us. They don't do the same things. They're they're in a different place. It's another world. Um. Yeah, we'll move on. Uh, kind of sticking the same topic. Uh, music nowadays. Something we uh got into in the chat recently. Um, Cardi B makes some of the best music of all time right now. It's just spiritual, uplifting. So spiritual. Lyrically, just... Music nowadays sucks. Next topic. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Music nowadays, it just seems like it's all just engineered. It's like a... I feel like songs used to be like these really soulful, like they were... It was like blossoms of creativity, like through, especially like the late 70s, 80s, like that kind of... That's kind of my, uh, what's the word for it? My favorite time of music, probably. Just kind of that era. It just had a whole, completely different vibe to it. That, the whole decade had a different vibe to it. But uh, it's like, songs like back then, they still last now. Like, there's a lot of songs from that time that everyone still knows now. Because mm-hmm. they're, just, they're just good. They just lasted. And now, it's like music's engineered, like, a new type of drug. That, like, it hits you, and it's crazy fucking popular for a very short period of time. And it fades off. Like, I... Can either of you name me, like, a number one hit song from last year? Or two years ago, or, like, just the recent past? Uh, uh, Gangnam Style. How many years ago was that? I don't know, like, 2015 or something? Yeah, that it was just came to my head. I was, I was 2014, because I was still working was at uh, Hyatt Reservations at the time, and I did the fucking dance up there like yeah. a goddamn monkey. Considering that, uh, wasn't that, like, the number one video on YouTube for quite a while? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm not... I'm not surprised you remember that one. But, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like the hits remember of, the like... joke songs because that's what all the songs... That's what they're coming, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And the best joke songs are the ones that we're going to remember. Not not the classics. Let's say, I don't know. I think we're just past that age where we can't appreciate it, but it's also a combination of music has degenerated since MTV era, since we started getting music videos on the daily, since we had it more being pushed to the public. You know, for the longest yeah. time, it was just you watch and listen occasionally here and there on the radio and on a random show like Jay Leno or whatever the night tonight show was that at that point. And then music television said, "Here, all is right here." You see the video of them. Oh, people can see Madonna. You think Madonna would have been popular if she didn't have music videos? Hell no. 
She was not that good of a singer. Her lyrics were fucking trash. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit she on her all day. She was pretty. She 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 was she led the downfall. She was pretty of, like, and she was music. controversial for the time. That's really yeah. the the driving force. No, I noticed in that uh, that list of music that you sent, Rob, around the '90s or so, it just starts being sex, 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 sex. sex. MTV that's generation when it, when it hit, it was just. Hey. Around the 90s, that's when black people started taking over music, too, if we're being honest. You start seeing a bunch of black artists start making it. Tupac comes in there, Biggie Smalls, uh, let's see, Bone Thugs, and all great bands. I love them. Uh, Boys to Men, mm-hmm. all those bands that made actual good hip-hop and good rap music at that point in time. It was the heyday of that era. Yeah. And then... Uh, that's the thing, like, when the it songs. started, like all the legitimate talent started rising up. And then they all got taken advantage of. And then, like, the... Getting into the 2000s, that rap pop fusion started happening, and it's like, okay, there is one genre of music now, and it is this. No, what happened was here was pop, and here was everything alternative. And like, let's combine the two, and that's all that exists now. Now, alternative is over here. It's alternative there. It's kind of like our political system in a way. You know, we talk about how you know it's going left or right. We're way less compared to what we used to be when we started off as a as a republic, as we started off our, our country. Right. Over to the window. Center now is far left back then. Just like music now is far more pop than it ever was. They both move in the same direction. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I feel like maybe that uh, combination was true, but I feel like it's kind of split off a bit more now. I feel like pop music, like Nate said, is very much the same. Like every pop song sounds the same to me like i can turn on the radio hear a pop song for like the second or third time and sing the entire song but i don't think that rap and like alternative music and everything is really mushed into pop music anymore i feel like it's all just one gross mass of sex drugs and shit it's all just consume uh adult be an adulterer have sex Go have fun. Uh, my buddy at work was talking to me about it. Uh, I think it was I think it was Dustin actually. Uh, he was saying, you know, back in the '90s, whenever hip hop community, rap community was coming up, they were talking about, you know, sex, drugs, you know, stealing on the shit. street for the. But it was for their family. It's for their community. They're right. trying to pull themselves up. They're trying to help out their family. They're trying to pay for baby diapers. Now it's I got a fling on my wrist. I got blows on my wrist. I got money in my check. I sell dope. I get money. It's literally just, I'm going to sell dope and make money. That's the whole message. There's no, I'm trying to do anything better for my life. That's that what MTV life. wanted. That was their core purpose, was push this into black community. It's like, this is what, this is going to be the new black culture. It's going to be sex and drugs and shoot anybody that looks at you wrong. That's that's the new black culture. Push that, popularize it. They make everyone aspire toward it. Because you see all these music videos, they've got all this money, they've got all the women, they've got everything, because... They're in this mindset. They think if you get into this mindset, this fake ass gangster mindset, you're gonna make it there. You're gonna be the next rapper. And they put I mean, in that little how, dream everyone said. That's how Tupac started off. You know, he started off with some of that same materialistic kind of shit. Yep. But then he started having more of a message. Absolutely. But he didn't have a message for very long. Shortly after he started actually selling a message, he was gone. Yep. Same thing happened to Michael. I mean, he he may be an alleged, credibly alleged pedo now to everybody, but. Back then, when he first started off, he was, you know, ABCs of the Jackson 5, he was, you know, fun, 
and songs. Right. When he got older, it was all sex, sex, sex. He was selling sex. And he got super popular. But then he changed it to a message. And as soon as he changed it to an actual message, what happened? The allegations started. Yeah. As soon as you go off the script, they get you. And I think that's the whole thing now. They know exactly that's why all come the up into popular the songs now are about nothing. There's no homegrown talent that makes it to the top anymore. It's people that they've orchestrated from the bottom. I think even like we were talking about Justin Bieber before the show. They said, oh, they found him on YouTube. and They just had him on those couple videos right there. And that's how he came up. They found him there. Bullshit. That was the casting couch. Yep. They were fucking, they knew the whole idea. They said, all right, we're going to send him here. here all these people who know this YouTube account, they're going to send that shit back out. Everybody's going to send it. Oh, it's organic. They control the algorithms. It's not organic anymore. Yeah, YouTube is another, like, you know, MTV and video killed the radio star, of course. But YouTube killed even that because now it's just completely artificial. Not just the videos and content that you see on there, but the numbers that they have. You can see it during uh, whenever Ron Paul's running, they held his numbers down. Any people they don't want to be seen, they, they censor off of YouTube now. They're controlling the numbers in every, in every turn and corner because the numbers matter. I mean, we can move on to the popularity thing that you were talking about. Yeah, we there. definitely do that. Um, yeah, some product placement for you right here. This guy should be well, fucking they, huge. This guy should be ultra massive. Most people have never heard of him. He had a few viral videos. That's the only reason he got any popularity. But yeah, some of the best composed music I've heard in my life. And most people don't know who he is. It's, it's really I think that's because Jinkies uh, isn't biting the chain. Like they, he's probably been offered a lot he's of cheese. Definitely been offered. Big cheese. But I, I don't. I think he honestly doesn't want to get wrapped up in the music industry. Yeah. And that's why he has made. He's it about that. the he music. He just likes making the music, and it shows in everything he does. Maybe it's just part of his gimmick, and that's what he's trying to push. But I mean, there have been worse gimmicks. That's damn sure. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about popularity in general and how. It seems to it's like the music we're talking about. It's all engineered. It's it's really all advertising because we were talking about Netflix before the show and how Netflix. You don't get on Netflix and watch something you want to watch. You get on there and watch what they promote you. I think it's YouTube. It's everything's the same thing. They put up there what they want you to watch, and most people just fucking watch it. Um, what prompted this whole idea in my head is a fucking Jenna Marbles video popped up on my YouTube stream. Thanks, Anna. Um, it's the dumbest fucking video imaginable it's like her talking to her dog for like 20 fucking minutes it's nothing happens nothing's interesting nothing's funny nothing four million views yep and my head just fucking explodes well that's also because she's had a following since like mid 2000s from doing what from, from being, being incredibly insightful stupid. and interesting no from just doing stupid shit she got a following is she cute too eh eh She's not even cute. She's, <laughs> she's a woman with boobs. That's all that. There you go. That, um, she said, "I didn't have to." <laughs> you didn't have to. Gabby going full misogynist. Um, well, it's just it's true. She's not wrong. Um, the truth is misogyny. I mean, it seems like the video, the channels on YouTube, like not even like the number one top channels, like just the channels that generate the most popularity and get the biggest following, are just the ones that j they just put out content. Not good content, not interesting, not anything. Just content. Just here's content something new for you to consume. Consistently yeah. keeping people's attention. They're rewarding yeah. your ability to keep people distracted. That's what it comes down That's to. All That's what it tells is. me more frogs, gay frogs, all the frogs. It's a fucking CIA operation like most of the things that we're watching. What They're trying to control bisexual? how we think. 
can't control what we think. Maynard said it best on Joe Rogan. You know, he was saying they want to control the entire narrative. They control how you think, how you act, how you buy, how you consume. And they do it via subliminals. And subliminals are in everything. Even if you're aware of them, they can still hit you. They know sound techniques. They know fucking the algorithms to hit your brain just that right amount. Melatonin going, or get the fucking endorphins going. Get all your shit going. Make you take a shit on yourself if they wanted to, probably. And there's nothing the we can do about noise. it except just keep them sticking eating and then shitting out the ass is just fucking terrible. Some great imagery there. <laughs> yep. Just just beautiful. That's our world. That's, That's what's going on. Yeah, no, the subliminal messages is like definitely accurate. Like in commercials all the time too. Like for food and everything, they'll be like split seconds where they'll like put something in. Like it'll be like point two milliseconds or something and they'll just put a frame in like tricks your mind into wanting to eat mcdonald's or something you don't need to trick my mind you just show food on the tv and my fat ass is like god i want a burger now everyone craves mcdonald's okay if it's steak and shake or fucking applebee's they show a steak glistening with the fucking butter the fucking all the vegetables on it i'm getting about it. and it's not even that it's not even how good it looks it's how consistently they hit you with it how many commercial jingles do you remember from your childhood, Rob, from watching fucking 90s Nickelodeon? It's a blow pop. <laughs> it's a blow pop. Water- watermelon. Ta-da. There's so many. How many loots does it take? To- they're, they're, they're drilled in there forever. You'll never get rid of them. Because it's, it's consistency. And I think YouTube's the same way. They give you, they reward these channels, they put out the most content because then they can consistently advertise to you. And you don't even realize, it's like, oh, it's that five-second advertisement for the video. I don't even fucking pay attention to it. It's in there. I guarantee you it's in there. Because that's Well, it. I trained myself ask, to hate commercials. Go ahead, go ahead. Ask anyone in Southern Illinois what Quattro's Pizza's number is. <laughs> I guarantee you they so fucking like, know it. I guarantee <laughs> it. Call 549 Don't advertise for We're not sponsored by Quattro's. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in Southern Illinois knows that phone number. I, I didn't swear. know the song until I sang it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's advertising. That's, that's yeah. what I mean, it's all about. It's the same thing with, like, Britney Spears. Like, I know all of her songs, every single word. And I don't like any of them. I don't really like <laughs> See, any of them. See, it's weird, because we grew up in that radio age where, you like, you couldn't... Like, I'd go to work every day, and they have the fucking radio on. It's like, you can't get away from it, no matter where you are. Like, it. I'm in I the car it. or anything, the radio's off, I can't fucking stand the radio. But I still yep. heard it all the time. There's so many songs that I'll know forever that I hate. But like it's, it's consistently hitting you. That's that's the goal. It's just hitting well, I mean, you all the time. Department stores, restaurants, yep. Yep. everywhere you go is playing music. I honestly, whenever I'm out now, if I'm at a restaurant and the music is too loud, I tell the waiter, I'm a fucking asshole. I'm like, you turn it down a little bit? I'm trying to have a conversation here, and I can't even hear the person across from me because I got fucking Brittany telling me to shake my ass. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to eat my food. I'm trying to eat the ass of this other animal that I deliciously <laughs> love because I'm a I'm paying I'm for it. That's a really good thing. Um, yeah, that's sorry. <laughs> that's pretty much what I got out of that. That's advertising and just all these channels and venues telling you, like even without you realizing it, maybe you do realize it, telling you what you're going to watch, and nobody. Advertising's got you on the run. <laughs> nobody wants to seek and find anything interesting anymore. Whether it's it's well, nobody fucking reads books anymore anyway. Um. But no matter what it is, whether it's movies, whether it's music, like nobody's searching for music. It's just, oh, Spotify said I should probably listen to this, so let's try it out. It's it's the same thing with hunting 
Explosion. Nobody hunts for food anymore. It's given to us, and we're taking it the easiest way possible because we don't want to work for it. We've we've, consi- we've convinced ourselves that work, struggle, and having to form determination to get something done is a negative when it's a necessity. Absolutely. And we're defined by our. That's just our life struggle. in general. Like you have to struggle. If you don't struggle at some point in time or routinely, then you're gonna you're gonna act out in a different way because it's what your body craves that's why you know people who work out it's not so much because they're feeling good or making their bodies healthy they're just struggling they're forcing struggle upon and that's healthy for us to do as humans it's true and there's so much stress and everyone getting caught up in all their their problems with, the, with what's going on in their lives and whatnot i ask all those people have you struggled in some way today whether it's mentally physically however it is you want to go about it because because if you just lift some weights if you go for a run if you do anything like that or just challenge yourself mentally in some way to solve, create something or solve some kind of problem, all of a sudden you're not thinking about all that bullshit that was bogging you down where you couldn't get up off the couch. Like, it's just insert some struggle into your life, and you'd be amazed how much it changes it. Sometimes you don't need to even get up and do anything. You just need to sit down with your demons and have a face-to-face with them and say, hey, Most people aren't ready for that. <laughs> We're getting through this shit. That, that's another form of struggle, not just physically getting out and doing things, sure. but just being able to face your demons and... Getting rid of them or making peace with them, making making time for you to feel a certain way or a certain feeling. Oh, I feel like shit. I've been feeling like shit at work all day. I'm gonna make it to my work day. I'm gonna get home and I'm gonna make 30 minutes for myself. Force yourself to go into a certain state of mind for 30 minutes. It does wonders for you. The reason why is because when you force yourself to do something, you no longer want to do it because you hate being forced to. You tricked your mind into wanting to be forced or not wanting to be forced to do anything. So you force yourself, I'm going to be depressed now. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be this. And you just let yourself get lost. And then eventually you'll find, I don't want to do this anymore. And what's left? I mean, it works for me. It probably doesn't work for everybody, but it's what I use. No, I, I agree with that. Like, I've definitely found that just, like, if I'm having a bad day or something and I get home, I like to just sit down, clear my mind, and think about, you know, what has been bothering me, why I'm having this mindset. I think that helps more than anything, like if you're having a bad day, to just think through it. Ready ready to get your minds blown? Because Jordan Peterson talked about this, and he calls that, that process where you sit down and reflect in your own mind and ask questions and search for answers. He said, what's the difference between that and prayer? Uh, And when when you receive answers whether it's from the back of your own mind or you think it's from some kind of deity, what's what's the difference in the end? Some people need to have that figure out there for them to preach to and talk to and communicate to and have fucking confessional with. Some people don't. You can just have confessional for yourself. It's if you think that it's being a, if you think you're talking to yourself, you're talking to that better part of yourself. It's gonna help. Yeah, even like uh, this sounds silly, but like talking to yourself in the mirror, like making you look at yourself can have a huge impact that you wouldn't even expect. That's almost asking too much for some people though. Some people can't look at No, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard, like especially when you're trying to like tackle these demons that you've been facing, making yourself look at yourself is like it it, it changes the game completely. I mean it it comes down to a lot of uh forgiveness too. Um we always talk about how we need to forgive those around us, but we need to forgive ourselves of things that have happened, too. And if you can't forgive yourself of something, it makes it really hard to move past. That's the first step. Mm-hmm. Truly forgiving yourself for 
is feeling that way, uh, thinking a certain thought, doing something in the past. You can either let yourself get tied down to the past and just keep on revolving around it, or you can say, man, that did suck. I did do something bad. I was thinking badly, but I'm going to fix it. I'm not going to beat myself up. I'm simply going to fix it. I'm going to move forward because I'm tired of doing the same thing all the time. And that's an honest feeling that a lot of people can share. It's just we're tired of going in circles. Where we are, let's move forward. Let's, let's turn and that's that exactly what another. Cardi B was doing. I'm glad we all came around on that. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> Oh, man. All Went right. from good, deep <laughs> conversation to just... It's all Madonna's fault. How about Madonna? Poor Madonna. The fucking triangle trapezoid hits. <laughs> Didn't Marilyn Manson do the same thing? Uh, <laughs> he made that shit look good. What? Damn straight. Uh, 2020 Vision. We're gonna, oh, we're, we're gonna, here already? We're going to dive on in to uh, the new segment. We call it 2020 Vision. We're just going to throw out any headlines, anything that's happening with the potential candidates, anything the president's doing, the tanking his run or making his run better, just anything you guys got going on, anything you've seen. Any hopefuls you're, you're rooting um, for. I know there was something... He, I mean, he was talking about building the wall again, whatever, and uh, he stopped trade with two Middle Eastern countries or something. I don't know the details, but I saw a news article about it, and there were a lot of uh, Democratic candidates that are running for 2020 that mm. were speaking out about it. Yeah, um, I mean, he's talking about the China trade deal. He says over the next four weeks they'll know if a, if a deal can happen. Uh, he thinks it's very close, though. He thinks you can work a deal out with him, so that'd be big for him. That'd just be another fucking feather in his cap after the no collusion issue. We'll see. He's also talking about shutting the border down, which I don't yeah, see happening, which... but... That's all smoke and mirrors. He ain't doing nothing. He's yeah. just trying to rally the base again over the wall because he still doesn't know That's the wall. That's his favorite thing yet. to do Taking is time. to rally the base over it and then not do shit. I think a lot of Trump supporters have sort of lost faith in Trump, but I feel like if he campaigns and is like, I'll build the wall this time, they'll be like, yeah, let's do it again! I think the strategy's gonna be, okay, we... Lost the house. We're going to win the house back in 2020, and then the wall's getting built, because then there won't be anybody to stand in my way this time. Yep. Boom. Fuck the wall. Mike Drown will help over. That's a, good, that's a good move to make. You should be his campaign manager. <laughs> right? Because he didn't have really good... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they got they got the job done, but then they got they had to do the job. Right, right. Uh, now, I wanted to talk about uh, Biden's creepiness kind of finally making oh. it into the, the bigger media sphere. We've talked about it forever, but it's finally gaining its Biden is just like that, Nate. I mean, that's how he shows people that he cares. <laughs> that's, that's how he shows the young men uh, and women of yeah. America. Mostly women. That he mostly believes really young. Mostly and young. Uh, breaking news, because right before we started the show, I saw the tweet. The president of the United States tweeted out the meme. Of Joe Biden creeping on himself in his apology. <laughs> he tweeted that out. He himself. tweeted it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! It was it was amazing. I, I, that thing that I sent in the uh, chat. Yes, right it's the exact same thing. Trump it's, saw it. Trump tweeted it. Are, I'm not surprised, but Loki some some respect for Trump from that. Honestly, Trump doesn't give a, a fuck. Bit. He sure, doesn't just a yeah, little bit. I'm not but, seeing it on his Twitter page. I'm not seeing it. He's got uh, there's like I just ungodly chain of hatred afterwards like the comments underneath it and oh, like I'm if you sure. scroll down far enough there's this is fucking hilarious <laughs> so uh i don't know overall i'm gonna say good move 
because uh, he's just one, he's gonna one two punch Biden before he ever actually even runs. Uh, does any Democrat really want Biden? Apparently, a lot of them do because he's still ahead in most pre poll. I mean, I don't even think he's officially really? running, but when they do the polls, it's Bernie and Biden at the top. <sighs> yeah. What the fuck? Why are we putting two men at the top again? <laughs> Because Obvious. old people vote, yeah, but young people get excited and express their opinion, and then the old people vote. Yeah, well, I wish the old people would just all die already. Like, damn, I'm sick of their views. Ages. Honestly, your death panel is the same thing that Fox is pushing right now, too. It's like, Democrats think they can run a white male? What are they doing to be a non-white male as well? Because they know these other uh, women who are very established, very good candidates for the run, are not as tried and tested in the political sphere. They want to. They want Trump to go against other rookies because they think he's going to have a better chance against them. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, they're even pushing the same thing. I think that's hilarious. I mean, you say that, but I think uh, Tulsi would fucking obliterate his ass in debate. A Tulsi uh, Sanders ticket, I think, could take Ugh. him down. I want Bernie's old ass in there. Put Sanders. No, not Biden. Sanders. They put Sanders in there as a VP, and I think that... Uh-oh. You think Sanders will run as the VP? I don't see him going for it. I think I he wants he, the top slot. Under Tulsi? Under Tulsi? Maybe. I think I he'd take it. I don't think he'd take it. I think he'd want I, to be the top dog. I think he'd have, I Tulsi, I think he'd have Tulsi run second saddle so that she could come around and run. That's, that makes more sense. Maybe him on top and then her on bottom. Bernie! Yeah, you have to go there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like... Tulsi, I can't not go there. <laughs> I like Bernie Sanders, but he's he's pretty old, isn't he? Isn't he like? I mean, yeah, he's his... super old. So like... is Ron Paul, though. So what is, is he? You and old people gather. <laughs> yeah, like very ageist right now. Christ. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking like I don't know. I wouldn't want a super old president in office because then like, what if they get sick, like die? That's why they want the a good vice president. Yeah, I know that, but I'm just saying, is that really the best thing for the country? I mean, it'd be a best thing for a party because, say, they have one good year and then they die, and then it's like, he could have been the best president forever, and they'll never forget that, and they'll use it forever. To... I don't know. I just don't want Trump for another term. We had Bush for eight years, and we had Obama for eight years. This is how it works, yeah. It's an eight-year cycle. I don't, I don't want Trump for eight Democrats years. Democrats are going to get back in 24 that works. Get the eight years, and he had the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. He just had to be the guy who did it between the bushes. Rob, your oh, your man. Twitter and grab humor is is not aging well. Um, <laughs> uh, anybody else have a story? Oh, uh, I forgot. I brought up Tulsi because I saw an interview with her talking about a sexual assault in the military. And Rob, I know you brought up on a previous episode, and she talked about how it's just rampant. And she's pledging to get something done about it. Because she was in the military. She knows about it. She wants to get something done about it. So uh, yeah. I, I know a story. I don't know if I told it on here yet before. But it was from our uh, senior chief. She's like a E8. Or actually. Yeah, she was an E8. Uh, right before Master Chief. The top top dog of you know the enlisted. Not the fucking Halo guy. But <laughs> she, uh, she was very old. Very old school of everything that she did. And she talked sometimes about how other women made their way up. And people talk about how she never made it to Master Chief. And she's like, because I didn't play the game like these other girls did. So I realized what happened. They'd move up fast and they'd move out fast because it's a nasty game out there. And if you play it, it's really easy to get lost in it. It's like there's constant struggle because you're out long periods of time where you're not around anybody. 
And, you know, you go on a boat with 5,000 people, you're one of 300 girls on a boat yeah. with 4,000 other men. So not only is it scary, but for some girls, it can also be like, wow, I get my pick of the litter. I can get yeah. whatever I want here, and it's a really empowering thing. Until you start realizing that it's not really an empowering thing. It's a, you're held yeah. captive. Until you start getting raped. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff happened all the time, and a lot of people just turn a blind eye to it because it's just like, well, what was the girl doing over there in the first place, and blah, 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 and this rule and that rule, and everybody wants to excuse it because nobody wants to have a black eye on the military branch. So they sweep it under the road. Yeah, I actually talked to uh, Scott, who may or may not come on the podcast soon. Haven't really, really set that up, but uh, he's a military You're vet. the racist guy. <laughs> <laughs> All my friends are racist. What are you talking about? Um, oh my he's, gosh. He's a vet. He, uh, I, br- I actually brought this up and he said a lot more of that than people think is kind of what you're saying. It's the girls saying, I get my pick of the litter. They uh, bang one of their superiors or someone underneath them. You know, it's, it's a chain of command thing. They get out of their chain of command and they don't want that to get out. So when people find out about it, it's, oh no, I didn't consensually have sex with that guy. He raped me. And now it's not an issue with the whole chain of command thing because you can't be banging your superiors it's not it's not kosher well i mean that's how it is in anything like in jobs you're not supposed yeah. to fuck that's your man the job that i work at at all that, that's not how my job works there's definitely not any fraternization between the upper people that's good to know rob yeah. that is good to know continue anyway <laughs> oh we've talked about this we uh, have talked before. about this at length so we won't we'll dive way back into it again but uh I thought we were talking about 2020 hopefuls. How'd you get on the military stuff? Because, uh, what, Tulsi? Tulsi's talking that game. Okay. Is she the one who smoked weed at Snoop Dogg, or is that Kamala? That's Kamala. But all women look the same to you, Rob? Is that what's going on here? Wow. Wait, Kamala didn't smoke. She was smoking while she was listening to Snoop Dogg. Even though they hadn't made an album yet. They hadn't made an album yet, but she heard it. That happened. There's too many candidates, man. She did it before school. They're going to get narrowed down quick. There's going to be one primary with like 30 people on stage and the next one's gonna have like six speaking <laughs> of them i'm just saying straight, a woman better fucking make it i'm just saying if not i'm gonna be mega mad okay is, is there nobody the lgbt uh running for president have we not had a single person i don't know I mean, we got we got people of like islam islamic background we got people of you know, brown black colors all, all, all kinds of different options, but I'm not seeing anything from LGBT yet. I mean, they gotta do it in order. We got the first black president, we're gonna get the first woman president, then we're gonna get the first gay president, and they can just kind of work their way down the line. What if the first woman president is a, a male to female transgender? What, would that still technically count? As I mean, the first it's president? a woman, so... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God, I hate that so much. About That's a what? woman, therefore it's the first woman president. Here's the thing, alright? Black men got the right to vote before women, right? So we had a black president. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then women, right? Mm-hmm. So we need a woman president. But you know? gays had the right to vote the whole time. Where's the gay president? No! <laughs> no! No, they were just hiding their gay to keep them safe. That's what Fair it was. Enough. No, I'm definitely down for gay, transgender president. I don't care. I don't care if you black, white, orange, whatever, all right? But if the first female president was a transgender, how would you feel about it, honestly? I mean, I would be happy that our country even 
would vote in a transgender. I don't see what that. If they ever him the first female president, how would you feel about that? Disappointed. I mean, a little bit. I mean, I, I have nothing against transgenders, obviously, but I don't know. I want. In there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, even you can appreciate someone can appreciate Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl without actually liking the Patriots at all. It's like, and he's really good. And, you know, bravo, but fucking I hate this. <laughs> that is an excellent comparison, actually. But fucking I hate this. Uh, it kind of been like if Ted Cruz got the nomination. It's like, Ted Cruz? Kind of brown, he's kind of Hispanic. But, eh. but does he know what the fuck he's talking about? <laughs> you know, Spanish, I saw him in fucking, what was it, uh, during the primaries for 2016, him and... Uh, Bath Boy Rubio, they were uh, yeah. talking Spanish to each other back and forth, trying to out Spanish each other. Trying to out Spanish each other. Um, I think it's main event time. It's main event. Um, I thought that was the main event. No, because uh, we can watch the show, so it doesn't help. Uh, oh yeah. We're we'll talking about PETA versus the carnivores, and specifically, we're uh, we got an in depth chat going about uh, a show called The Promise Neverland. It's a new anime that's out. The first season just wrapped up. Um, relatively popular. I don't know how many people know about it. Um, going forward, we're going to try not to spoil this because it's a good show and I highly recommend it. At least watch the first episode and if you're not hooked, you won't be. Um, but we're going to try not to spoil it. But just in case we do, spoiler warning. Just so you know. Go watch. Promise Neverland. Um, we're going to spoil it. We're probably going to spoil it. The of the conversation <laughs> is based off of the big twist that happens at the end of the first episode. So it starts well, off and... It's a couple of like younger kids in an orphanage in the middle of the woods somewhere. And you're just like, okay, what's going on here? Just some cutesy anime. You realize it's M.A. Ray. What's happening? And they're just having fun. And everybody's all just over-the-top cute and just... Very happy-go-lucky. Very sunshiny. Very... Yeah, it just seems like a regular kid show. And then eventually, one of the boys, uh, Norman, and the girl, uh, Emma, end up walking beyond the boundaries of their orphanage. And... Because they they're trying to give give a toy back to one of the kids that got adopted. One of the kids got adopted out of the orphanage, and they're like, oh, they left their toy here. We love them so much. We knew them for so long. We want to make sure they get their toy. So they go to deliver the toy, and you know they're having trouble finding her. Well, then it, she, he looks in the back of a truck because he thinks, well, maybe she's in the back of this truck, and they're driving her somewhere. He lifts it up. up. The animation in this show sells it. I, I love this animated piece because the animation is just so good. And the look on his face, you're just like, okay, something happened. And you see a quick, like, one-frame shot of the kid, and it's her with, like, a rose in her head, and her face and body's completely drained of blood. And she's dead. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? They get up, they hear some people coming, they climb underneath the fucking car, and pretty much it's demons. Demons are harvesting the kids, and they're using kids as a free-range place to eat the children. And they realize this, they make it back, and it's a whole story. But that's kind of the premise of it all. They're free-range chickens <laughs> for demons, and they're that's trying to figure out what, what's going on there. But then, uh, Peta made a reference to it because they yeah. watched the show and they were huge fans because they're like, "Wow, they're really selling our argument for us that you know eating meat." We were like, "Oh, they're talking about kids, like this range animals that are out there that are being taken care of." Like, "Oh, they're raising a perfectly good life, but they're getting eaten." It's still terrible. And everybody got pissed off about him and kind of brought up our discussion about morality of uh, eating animals and 
uh, being a carnivore in general, what it means, and all that kind of thing. Exactly. Because it's really easy to say. It's like, well, obviously, the best thing to do is the animals are on a farm. You're taking care of them. They're living a happy life. And then they get slaughtered, and then we eat them. It's much better than Tyson cramming them all in tiny cages, and they're covered in mites, and it's disgusting, and then they fucking kill them. It's like pure suffering before they kill them. Yeah, yeah, obviously, James wrote a song about it called Man in the Box, and he wrote it after he found out what happened, how veal was made. You know, they take a lamb, they put it in a crammed up little box with muscles, can't form all the way, so it's nice and juicy and tender, just atrocious. Right. But the end result is still the same as, oh, that lamb led a perfectly healthy life where it was super happy and frolicked around and loved its owners. Meanwhile, the owners are just, we're going to you one day. We're going to completely <laughs> betray you. We act like we love you, but you're still going in our bellies when it's all said and done. Okay, well, so. just because, you know, people raise animals to eat them doesn't mean they don't care about them. That's really what the show really dives yeah. into, because the mom, everyone on the orphanage calls her mom that's basically her job she is there to love the shit out of these kids and make sure they are happy as fuck because the happier they are the more productive they are the smarter they are the more the demons like them the better tasting they are so her job is to like 11 12 years old and sell them off and it's like oh they're doing a kindness but everyone's like no they're not they're evil wait a second now (laughs) are you saying that humans are so much more better than animals that animals can feel compassion they can display hum- humanistic tra- traits at any point in turn i saw this video or a picture it was a lion a lioness and her cub walking across the savannah or wherever the fuck they were and i guess the cub collapsed and couldn't walk anymore and they're trying to make it to water and he was dehydrated an elephant comes by and picks up the cub in her trunk and takes it to the water so that the cub can get water to live and we act like they're just animals but they understand that kind of shit. They can be more human than even we can at some points in time. So people want to say, oh, well, this cow can't do this. Cows are smarter than dogs. They're more cognitive than dogs. They can respond to orders. They can do a lot of the same shit the dogs can. And we eat them like it's nobody's business because they're fucking delicious. Let's just get that out of the way. Steak yeah. is great. Yeah. Tasty. Bad. Terrible for you, but it's fucking good. But, I mean, we try to make it look bad when other countries eat dogs or cats or... It's we're just all eating conscious beans, any kind of meat that we're eating. It's it's a terrible thing that we do, but we do it because well, we're omnivores. I mean, since the beginning of time, we've been killing animals and eating them. But back then, they were free. You know, we were hunting them. Kind of a different situation than when we're raising them to eat them. Fair enough. Uh, but what's a what's a better end for them? For them to be free and all of a sudden, just you know. I mean, put it in human terms like uh, Promise Neverland did. You're just, uh, you're out, you're uh, going to going to the store, you're going to go grocery shopping, you're going to go buy something. On your way to the store, arrow just comes out of fucking nowhere, hits in the side. What the fuck? What's happening? You run away, panicked, scared, terrified, just for somebody to come up and stab you with a knife so they can take you home and get you and eat you. It's like, I mean, I would rather go? live a free life up until that point than be caged and forced to just live to be eaten. You'd rather not die at all. And so well, yeah. the animal. The animal would rather not die at all. This whole thing is just an exercise in our, in our massaging our ego, making us feel better that we're eating weaker animals. That's what the whole thing's about. It's not about making the animals feel better. It's not about making sure they have a good life. It's about making sure that the, the meat that they have is going to be good for our bodies and good for our brains because we know that they lived a little bit better. It's not about the animals. Anybody who acts like it is is just lying to themselves. I mean, I care about animals. I mean, I wouldn't 
I mean, I care about animals too, but the ones that I eat, I don't give a fuck about it. All I care about <laughs> that animal is how it tastes. And give me. I if I care more than that, want... then I'm gonna be an emotional wreck all the time. I don't know. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to eat something knowing that it lived a terrible life. Like I wouldn't want to support that brand. You know what I mean? You want to know it every lived time a you nice, healthy store. life, and then you took a bite of that life yeah, and loved it. It would be better. I, I, I think that that's better morally. But every time you go to the grocery store and you buy name brand, whatever, Tyson Chicken Nuggets or whatever it is you're getting, that's... I don't fucking get Tyson Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> I thought you liked Chicken Nugget. I saw a Facebook thing where he says, I can Chicken Nugget or something. <laughs> Are you buying organic, free-ranged, etc.? Yes, say it on the I package? check to make sure my meat is, it says, cage-free on it when I buy it. You, you know you know what some of that free-range is? I looked at, looked into this. It's like, you know, sometimes they have an animal in a cage like this and they can barely move. Hmm. Free-range is this. <laughs> they have more than just a few spaces to walk around. I didn't look into that. <laughs> if they can get away with that, bigger. that's kind of some bullshit. What's free range about it? They, it sounds like they did some legalese with that that term. I don't know. I, I'm not going to stop eating meat because I've been doing it my whole life. Since I've become rich and can afford a vegan lifestyle, it substitutes meat in a way that I can still appreciate the flavor. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want to be vegan or vegetarian just simply because meat tastes too good. You do get super like powers. that's that's honestly the reason. And you're just better than most people, and you get to tell oh everyone God. you meet about the fact that you're vegan. That's like what comes along with it. I mean, honestly, just cockiness. I know people say it's like you know they want to hate on vegans, but if you're actually able to leave, besides the fish thing, the fish thing I don't get. Oh, I'm vegan, but I eat it. Nah, you're still eating meat. Yeah. But if you're completely no meat animals, any of that stuff. More power to you. You should feel like you're doing better. Well, that's less to power to you because you probably weigh 20 pounds. I mean, I eat meat daily and I'm still a fucking shrimp, so... Because your metabolism is ridiculous. But, uh, regardless, I'm going to keep eating eggs. Both of you guys don't metabolism. I got to fucking figure out the I'm going to fucking this video are now. A little too sexy. I'm married. I don't do anybody thinks about my body. No goddamn. The only reason I'm not showing my body out there is because I know it's not attractive. It's not, it's not good for me. Whatever. I'm going to market. You're just like no one wants to see that, so I'll just keep it. Oh man, I don't know. This whole topic, like when it comes to animals, I don't know. I'm a super compassionate person, and it's hard for me to even think that that animal got killed for me to eat it. Like, I don't even like to think about that part at all. Nobody does. That's why they do it the way they do. That's why it shows up in a neat little package and you never have to think about it. Here's another side thing I was talking about between the difference between free range and animal living out for free life. It's like, oh, it's better for you morally, better for them morally. I mean, it just... I don't know, thoughts escaping me right now. I'm, I'm trying to bring it back to... No, I hear you. It's, the thing the show does so well is everyone's in that mindset of, it's like, of course it's better for the animals to live a happy life, and then we kill them, and then we eat them. And it's like nobody's thinking it from the animal's perspective until this show put humans in that, and you get to... It does such a great job of connecting you to these characters, and you get all their feelings and their emotions and their hopes and dreams in life and everything, and it's like, oh, yeah, they're just going to be killed and eaten. That's how this ends up. Oh, here, here's what I was going to say. You know, if we feel like we need to treat the animals better before we eat them, why do we feel like we need to treat the animals better? That's the question we need to ask. Because 
they should be respected, right? And because they they're living, to... breathing things, just like we are. So if we care enough to where we want to make them happy before we eat them, then why don't we care more to just not eat them? It feels like we're just that. putting it's... one foot in there and doing the hokey pokey. We're not, we're not jumping all the way in yet. In a way, but it, it's I think it's more so, at least from my perspective, it's more so we don't gain anything from them suffering before we eat them. It's like, yeah. what is there to gain from that? Other than corporations setting it up in such a way where they can save money by sticking them in cages and not worrying about any of that. So, I mean, if we're just going simply from what we gain, then I'm all for it. We're trying to get the most healthy, most, uh, you know, energetic, the stuff that makes us actually feel good physically when we eat it, it shit after we eat the meat. I'm all about it. Yeah, but if we start getting into mor- the morality aspect, you lose me on it. Yeah, there's no morality about it. There's just simply we're trying to make ourselves feel better about eating an animal that we care enough about to make sure they have a good life, but not enough about to let them just continue living. Right, right. And I think the best meat you could possibly ever get is going out and hunting whatever it is you're wanting to eat and killing it yourself and bringing it home and eating it. I don't see if I had that kind of time on my hands, that'd be great. But most people don't. Someone uh, you know got a deer and you know. Have that all hanging up and shit. It stinks <laughs> oh, yeah. terribly. Yeah. But man, I've had that meat afterwards. The venison is delicious. It's so good. Well, I mean, like when my grandpa had those pigs, oh, and you know, he bring it up. <laughs> eventually got them slaughtered, whatever. I didn't want to be around those pigs. I didn't want to get to know those pigs at all because I knew eventually I was going to be over. eating one of them. What? No, I was going to be we watched that recently, the Charlotte's Web, the animated version, the acting from the little girl. She's like, you're just going to kill him when he's too small? God. What if I was too small? Would you kill me and eat me? Damn. Oh, the overacting from the characters. Oh, those movies are so bad. Those old ass movies. Like, you remember them fondly, but you watch them now. They're fucking terrible. I don't know. I love the school. I had to read that book, and then we watched the movie. I liked them all. I liked the the new version of it, the book, the original version. I felt like it was just a good storytelling. Plus, it put spiders in a different light instead of spiders being assholes. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, they're beautiful creatures. No, fuck spiders. Spiders are assholes. Well, no, 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 no. I disagree. Assholes. Spiders, they they eat all a bunch of different bugs that fuck with us. Here's a question. How do they eat them? Oh, they wrap them up in a web while they're still alive, bite them, and, and inject them with poison so that they slowly suffer and their insides are digested while they're alive, and then they hey, suck it out. I'm not saying that the things a spider do is moral, okay? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they kill mosquitoes, and that's all I give a fuck about. Terrible. Mosquito, All mosquitoes deserve to die. This is a PSA. <laughs> You're talking about parasites in general now. Fuck parasites. I don't give a damn about the frogs. Gay ones or straight ones. The frogs? You you should give a fuck about the frogs. Well, if we, we kill the mosquitoes, mosquitoes and the frogs, frogs are going to die off in a certain amount, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too. I think they'll be okay. They'll have that. Fuck mosquitoes. Yeah, they'll all just turn gay and find some new way to reproduce. It'll be fine. Mosquitoes. All the motherfucking parasites. They'll just, like... You'll just see a frog slowly, like, split in half and become two frogs. That'd be amazing. That would be pretty fucking awesome, actually. Man, I worked the other day, I flipped a box over and saw my first brown recluse of the year, and I'm immediately on the fuck spiders train. No, poisonous spiders? Mm Mm-mm. Fuck them. But, like, those big wolf spiders that we used to get all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're harmless. I mean... 
You're gonna lose Sarah as a friend. All this pro spider talk. We have this pro spider talk. An insect. She stomps on the motherfucker. No, here's my thing. I have murderer out of me. She gets personal. She gets up in their face. She's like, I want to watch the life drain out of your eyes. I used to like grab the bugs and take them outside and literally throw them out into there. I don't like murder anything on. That's how I am. Like, but now I'm just. I don't. I did it for you. I don't. I don't want bugs near me, I don't want them in my house, but like, if I'm outside and I see a bug, I'm not gonna like, go out of my way to kill it, like, that's, that's their territory. Yeah, I have a very like, simple rule when it comes to bugs. If you're up in my house, you done fucked up. There is a very large world out there for you to do whatever the fuck you want in, but you yeah, had to roll up into my house. Well, bugs usually try to come inside because either way too fucking cold or like way too fucking hot for them to live. Now in the middle of summer, when annoying-ass flies gotta fly in my goddamn door when it's open for the half second it takes me to get in it. Flies are different. They only live for, like, two days anyway. It's two days. It's two long. days of goddamn annoyance to what it is. I left my, it was, no, it was I'm the first like, good warm day that we had here in southern Illinois, and I left my windows open and opened up everything. I was like, oh, God, fresh air. This is wonderful. I love it. And then I saw a fly, and I'm like, shut it. Shut, <laughs> shut it all down. Shut it. Now we have fucking ants in the bathroom again. I gotta set up the ant traps, which is my favorite way. Like, I don't like to kill anything, but if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna, I wanna be a homicidal maniac. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. got, you gotta go to war, man. These little ant traps. They don't understand anything else. And they grab the little sugar cube or whatever poison it is. And they, they, get take, it the, they oh. take it back to the colony, mm -hmm. give it to the queen, and it collapses the entire colony. Oh, Jesus. You're learning everything, shit, not just the ants in your house, but their whole life. That is terrorism. That's what happens. That's a coup. Jesus. It's a straight you, coup. You're assassinating the leader. As soon as I start seeing more than ten of them, that's 9-11 in my house. And we're going <laughs> fucking bombs over Baghdad in the ass. Taking out the queen, taking out all of them. Damn. I just went down to write a song about the deaths of those ants. <laughs> no, we had, a, we had um, ants the other day in our house, and they were crawling up the trash can. And Dylan was just like, immediate bleach everywhere. <laughs> You have to, because you got to get rid of the scent they leave behind. That's how they remember. You can kill them and everything and spray everything down, but if you don't spray it with bleach, they leave behind an invisible trail that you can't really smell or anything, and it's what they use to follow back into your house again. Oh, that's interesting. The more you so know. even if you kill all of them, you got to fucking bleach everything. Oh my gosh, I have a story. So, like, I am I'm have, like, the most empathy. Like, I don't kill bugs because I, I literally feel remorse afterwards. One time... Dylan threw a leaf bug at me, and I went outside to, like, let it free, and it fell off my shoulder. I took a step forward and stepped on it and <laughs> killed it, and I literally cried for, like, 30 minutes because I was so upset that I killed this bug. I remember the story. I was actually crying about it, so, yeah. I had a really sad moment. I took a video of this really beautiful caterpillar worm thing that was on my mailbox one day. And I was taking a video of it because Ryan, our buddy Ryan, he takes videos of worms and all kinds of weird animals and insects that he sees all over the place. So I was like, oh, I'm going to share this with him. And it was beautiful. The way it moved, it even kind of moved its head and was looking at me like this. And I, like, trash can fell off, and it was dead. It just, it just died. It fell, and it was dead immediately. And I felt terrible as a person. Like, I just, yeah. just went something beautiful, and I need <laughs> Just by being clumsy. My clumsiness just ruined somebody's life. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. I was like, wow, I didn't I didn't even mean to do that. Now this thing's dead. Like, when I made myself feel better by knowing that, oh, I'm going to kill 100 ants by the time I get back into the house. So. 
well. That went from humans to animals to bugs. You know, we jump around a lot, but uh, how was some final thoughts? Hmm. What you guys got? Don't, don't check kill out prom- anything. <laughs> don't kill anything, ever. Killing's bad, okay? Promise Neverland's awesome. Smollett should have been fucking indicted or whatever the hell they do to black people nowadays when they break the law. <laughs> uh, fucking Trump. No collusion, but he's not exonerated. Shoot him uh, during a routine traffic stop. Video may be out sooner or later for Trouble Speak. We'll see about that shit. Working on it. We did Working an intro. It was, it was cheesy as fuck, but hopefully Nate can pull some gold out of it. I'm excited to see where, where we go from there. It was fun. Word. We got right. Um. Yeah, don't kill anything. It's was, it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I don't really know. I'm excited to get on YouTube eventually. Get our intro, uh, like Rob said. Getting there. And as always, uh, follow us at, uh, at Seag underscore Trouble on Twitter. Um, we got a YouTube channel as well. You can find most of our stuff on anchor.fm slash troublespeak. Um, it's got links to Spotify, iTunes, and all the other places on there. Jump on iTunes, listen to us there, give us a rating, uh, leave us some comments. Um, send, send me some message. I, I'd love to debate these conversations, or the things that we talked about tonight in the chat afterwards. Uh, I got one up right now talking about what, we're, what, we're, what we just spoke about, and, and let's keep the conversation going. Yeah. Yeah, we always want to hear what you guys have to say exactly. as well. Yeah, you leave a comment on YouTube, uh, Twitter, anywhere. We'll respond to it. We'll respond to it on the next show. We'll bring it up. Um, yeah. Uh, stop watching fucking goddamn terrible YouTube videos just because it's on your main page. That's all I got. <laughs> fucking I'm try to find something. Point. Help some people out. Help some up-and-comers out that are actually putting out content. That's not like a shameless plug for us or anything. It's just... Look for things. It, it is a shameless plug. It's a little bit Subscribe, like, comment. Hit that notification bell. Smash that we're like catching, button. We're catching up. Bring that bell. Hugely damaged. We're going to start a beef. It's going to be great. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're, we're not free range beef like them. We're uh, we're low we're low tier beef. <laughs> low tier, we're, we're that caged meat. Yeah, caged elephant. Catch you next time. We need to value the name Trouble Speak. We're trying to get a rise out of people, right? Get people talking. I mean, sure. Why not? Unless we're changing our name Trouble Speak. That's the thing. You can't really get a rise out of most people anymore. You say something that offends them or they don't like, and they just get quiet, and they just walk away. Nobody wants to fucking... Confrontation isn't a thing anymore. Well, we can make it a thing again. People don't fucking like confrontation. Everybody loves confrontation. I just read uh, Fight Club again, and... It's, it's so genius. The whole idea of going out in the streets and starting a fight with somebody and losing on purpose. So they get that feeling. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> they get that feeling inside. I took that I took that mentality into my debate process. I don't care if I lose in a conversation. I want you to prove me wrong. I legit do. It's nothing about fucking being vain or being self-righteous or thinking I'm smarter than anybody else. I'm right. literally trying to learn. If I lose, I learn something. So I, just, I never lose. That mindset is like, we are all pieces of shit. Now let's figure this out. Isn't that some shit that Gandhi said or Buddha said? Like, you don't know. I, I, once I you, think it's a quote, actually. Once you know or realize you don't know anything. Stance, we are all shit. <laughs>
<laughs> subscribe to T-Series. <laughs> we must You're overtake all... PewDiePie. That Nazi fucky thing.